Crimson Trace announces LaserGuard Pro for today's most popular concealed carry firearms, combining a red or green laser sight with 150 lumen light, taking personal defense to the next level. Available now at your local dealer. Today on Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, while Tom's hunting in Argentina, the after show takes over the airwaves. Jim and Michelle are here to talk concealed carry, new shooters, and more. Call in now, one Tom Talk Gun. Now, here's Michelle and me. Well, that's kind of a first. I've never introduced myself before. I'm usually the guy introducing Tom, but today is a little bit different because Tom is in Argentina. It would have been better, I think, if Tom would have done the show and let us go to Argentina. What do you say, Michelle? Yeah, we could have at least carried guns or bags, something, right? Yeah, would have been fun. <laughs> uh, but have no fear. We will have a lot of fun for the next three hours, and Tom will be back next week live from the NRA annual meeting. I call it a show, but it's technically the annual meeting in Atlanta. So uh, hang in there. Hopefully we'll have a blast today for three hours or so. Uh, so in the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy a different take on Gun Talk. Or better yet, don't sit back. Join in. Give us a call at Tom Talk Gun. If you like numbers better, if you're one of those people, try 866-825-5486. And you can be one of us today. First off, though, I want to give a real quick thanks and a shout-out to the Gun Talk Media Headquarters gang down in Louisiana, or Louisiana, uh, especially Sarah, Ryan, Michael, Rachel, all them, they, uh, they make it possible every week. Without it, we'd be really, really strung out there. So they help us out, and we'd like to uh, thank them. In the studio every week, we have Michelle Cleland, who was the after-show host and family friend for quite a while. And we also have Tom Hennig here today. He's been an employee and friend for nearly 20 years. And uh, he is our, also our most recent staff member to start carrying concealed. Or as I call it, he's our last holdout. <laughs> but he's with us now. He's an excellent audio engineer, a fine keyboard player and singer, Mr. Tom Hennig. Thank you for helping us out, Tom. So, Michelle. Yes, Jim. How are you? I'm good. You? Good. I had a great week. A little crazy. Yeah. yeah. This is different. Normally, we do the, the after show three hours after the national show is over. We, uh, we do a little bit, a little, some content and some phone calls and stuff we didn't get to on the air. Probably shouldn't have got to on the air. Probably for a good reason. Wouldn't let us get to on the air. Right, right. Uh, if you haven't caught the after show, by all means, do so. It's a lot of fun, and it's available through podcast only. Uh, easiest way to get it is through iTunes and a bunch of other podcast catchers. But th probably the simplest way is to download Gundelio. That is our free, yes, free app. And you'll not only get tremendous discounts on stuff that you actually buy, but you can listen to the regular show as well as our highly irregular after show right on your phone. So go to Google Play or go to the Apple, I, uh, Apple App Store and download the free app, Gundelio, and get on board with us, will you? Boy, time flies, Michelle. I was thinking it was about three years ago when uh, we brought this idea to Tom to do the after show and just, you know, kind of get different opinions, different perspectives, that kind of thing. It's just a different angle kind of to the show. And I remember calling him up on a Wednesday and pitching it to him. And I figured he'd say, eh, yes, you know, yes or no. And if he went with yes, we'd say, yeah, two to three months, we'll prepare, we'll be ready. So 
He's like, hey, I really like that idea. We'll start it this Sunday. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yep. No chance like now. <laughs> okay, yeah, so jump in. And today it feels a little bit like that because we've, we've had you know several, three years of after show experience. And uh, he says, oh, you guys can handle the show. We don't, we don't need any outside subs. We got you guys. That's we right. got the insiders. So right. we're giving it a whirl today and see how it goes. So um, you have been the shining star, Michelle, oh. of, our, of our operation. I got to tell you that. Uh, you're the... Call screener extraordinaire, and a lot of the questions the callers have, you answer them before they even get a chance to get to air, and we will be taking some of your calls today. we got a great line of a guest, too. Um, well, part of the reason Michelle can do what she does is because she's got tons of experience, what, like 362 years of experience, something like that? <laughs> yeah, but I look good for my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great for her age, yeah. Uh, she, she works and operates at Cleveland's Outdoor World just outside of Toledo. And their entire family, the Cleveland family, has been our, our go-to source for firearms and archery products and instruction for decades. Uh, but as call screeners go, I'm going to totally embarrass you here, but you truly are a blessing, Michelle. Oh, glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So why, why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself, and we've got a guest lined up here. We'll get to her very shortly. Well, as you said, I've been working in the gun industry for a long time, I guess for about 27 years. Um, we've been educating the general public on firearms, safety, shooting skills, and shooting equipment choices, I guess I'm going to say. Um, I'm an active hunter's education teacher. I'm a competitive shooter. I have been supporting competitive shooters for 30 years in many genres. Um, I just enjoy what we do. We work hard at at uh, making sure we put together the right equipment and the right person and, and skill set. So, you know, selling retail merchandise, working as a purchasing manager for a family business, I, it's all of that encompassed. So I, I love it. I can't say enough about the industry. So pretty much you sleep, eat, and breathe guns. <laughs> yeah, just like Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, we've got a guest lined up, and it's uh, Tisma Jewett. She's from the NSSF, which is the National Shooting Sports Foundation. We have a couple things we're going to speak to her about today. Uh, and instead of uh, hinting and teasing at it, let's just get right to it. Tisma, are you with us today? I am, Jim. How are you today? Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. I uh, got some notes here, that, uh, things that we we'll discuss with you, and one of them is your shooting sport, uh, sports fantasy camp. Uh, let, let's get started with that, but I have some questions. I'm kind of taking a little bit different direction. Why don't you give us a quick rundown on yourself, Tisma, how you're associated with NSSF, and what exactly is the shooting sports fantasy camp? Well, um, I am the manager for recruitment and retention for the National Shooting Sports Foundation. My job pretty much entails um, getting new people into the shooting sport and helping retain those who have started shooting earlier in their lives and have maybe fallen off of it for a bit, like maybe gone to school, had a family, and now they're trying to get back into it with their kids or grandkids. Okay, so you're you're in deep like the rest of us, it sounds like. <laughs> Pretty, pretty much. So uh, those, those, that's just the gist of it. So fantasy camp kind of falls into the middle of that because it's a way to get those that are out there going to the range, maybe punching holes in paper and they need a new challenge. Maybe they want to start shooting competitions. They don't really know where to start. So three gun is becoming really popular now, and it's a great way to be interactive with a bunch of different target scenarios, a bunch of different uh, firearms platforms. And it's just a heck of a lot of fun. And by the looks of it, these these aren't just uh, amateur coaches you have by any means. No, this last group of coaches that we had for Three Gun, we had Tommy Thacker, 
Randy Rogers, Robert Bogle, Chris Chang, B.J. Norris, uh, who am I missing? Diana and Ryan Muller. You know, wow. um, all well, of these guys. Yeah. What a lineup. And, <laughs> and they were phenomenal. Um, our fantasy camp is a little different from a regular three-gun match or a regular, like, hey, let's go take a class here or there or any of the other facilities. Because what we try to do, we try to make it, one, not only informative and educational, but it's a heck of a lot of fun because that's what the shooting sports is all about. No, uh, and we also – I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. We also incorporate a lot of camaraderie into that. So uh, the camp usually starts on a Thursday evening with a welcome reception where the coaches get to meet the participants. Uh, all the participants get a shooting jersey, you know, fantasy camp with our logo, our sponsors' logos on them. So they're looking like the pros, you know, just to get things started right off the bat. Uh, dinner, uh, drinks, take some photos, get the headshots done by a professional photographer, and then it's just a lot of chit-chatting, you know, getting to know one another, finding out where everybody's from, their different skill levels. And then the following day, Friday morning, we get up, head to the range, and every group is broken down by skill level. So with three guns, it's a little difficult to figure out exactly how good they are in rifle, how good they are in pistol, how good they are in shotgun. So we went based on their pistol ability. And so we had folks that have, like our hunters, that don't really do a lot of drawing from the holster with a pistol, and we put those guys in one group, and then we had those folks that are constantly shooting USPSA and uh, really trying to shave like a couple of seconds off of their overall time in a different group. So that way, the pros can go and they can, like, you know, these beginners and break things down for them in one way. And then they can, like, change things up for those more seasoned pistol shooters. Oh, so you got something for everybody, it sounds like. Exactly. Then after we leave the range, the coaches deliberate and they uh, evaluate everybody that was in those different groups to see if, if based on that one skill level of pistol, how they fit in with rifle and shotgun to see if whether they're going to stay in the group ones or the sixes need to come down a notch or the fours need to move up or down or whatever. So what we try to do is we try to make the teams as evenly as possible because we're going to be shooting a competition on the following day. And Tisma, if somebody was interested in joining in on this, how do they go about finding one of these fantasy camps? Is it across the nation or a specific area? Uh, These are being held in Las Vegas for now. And we had this one, we had our first one last year, which was all pistol in April. We had this one in April, and we're hoping to do another one in October. Okay, so your first competition is dealing just with pistol skill sets. That was what we did last last April, April 2016. Okay, and so this year you're going to be incorporating the rifle or shotgun? Uh, actually, the three-gun event was held this weekend in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, we just finished it. <laughs> just sent those folks home a couple minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw your inaugural video. It looks like you guys had a blast on your website. It looks like you guys had a blast. Yeah, it was. And the three-gun event, it culminated yesterday with, uh, we ran team events. So we did the typical three-gun nation shoot-off stage, but we did it as a team relay. So you had, like, Team Diana versus Team Tommy. And they would have three people to shoot the first part of the relay, and then they would, uh, and then a different team would come up. So they had their best pistol rifle, best pistol, best shotgun, and rifle shooter, 
and then they would tag out. So they would start at the starting gate, run to the rifle, knock down the plates, then run back and tag somebody in for shotgun. That's... Finish the shotgun and then tag somebody in for for pistol. It was great. Yeah, it sounds like a cross between like tag team wrestling and uh, playing a scrambles golf match. All on a clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all on a clock. <laughs> well, all of this falls under the umbrella of the NSSF. Um, explain to me a little bit about the NSSF and, and how it ties in. And then Michelle probably has a perspective on uh, the perspective of um, the symbiotic relationship between NSSF and retailers and, and how the growth of, of the sport in general helps everyone. Absolutely. The National Shooting Sports Foundation is the trade association for the firearms industry. That relates to firearms manufacturers, ammo manufacturers, accessory manufacturers, as well as state agencies, ranges, retailers, uh, and you know just about anything else that has to do with the business of the shoot of the shooting sports. So, um, so something like first shots is is a great lead in for folks to to get started in the shooting sports, as well as it only makes sense for the retailers to support it because they're they're grooming customers, so to speak. Right. First Shots was created as a marketing tool for ranges to help them get new shooters into the shooting sports. Um, I think now with the recent, what the industry is looking at, uh, like currently sales may be down in the industry because of whatever's going on in Washington. So it's going to be time for us. It's like, hey, you know what? We need to get some new people in these places. So how are we going to do that? And First Shots is a great way to do so. Well, and- uh, because it... Go ahead. Go ahead. We talk about firearm safety, education, and responsibility. And if we can instill those things from the beginning in new shooters and talk about how much fun the shooting sports are and how we as responsible gun owners uh, handle ourselves and our firearms, it's going to go a long way to get more new people into the shooting sports. And the more new people we have, the more more folks we'll have fighting for our right to continue to do what we do. Tisma, I have to tell you, the first time I ever saw the First Shots program was when we were involved with the NMLRA, the National Muzzleloading Rifle Association. And is this something that is available to retail stores? Because as you travel across the country now, it's more and more popular for stores to have public ranges. Is this something they can Mm -hmm. participate in? Absolutely. We help ranges do this because we'll, we, we have a PowerPoint presentation that goes from the beginning uh, to the end that helps walk the instructors through it. Uh, again, the most important aspect is the safety part. Uh, and we talk about the responsibility aspects of it, which, how it relates to Project Child Safe and making sure your firearms are secured. Um, and it's in the educational aspect because, you know, the more folks know about the shooting sports and firearms, how to take care of them, how to secure them, and how to, you know, talk to the friends about it, the better off we'll all be. And then there's the shooting component of that is, is, um, is small, but it's important. Now, we get people to literally take that first shot and you just never know, you know, how folks are going to react never having been around firearms before. So it's a great introduction. We only use 22 caliber uh, handguns and rifles, and it's just a, a wonderful intro. And if people wanted more information, they could contact you where? They can go to the website, www.firstshot.org, or they can get any of the information from the National Shooting Sports by going to nssf.org, and there's a wealth of information on that website.
Tisma Jewett, thanks so much for stopping by Gun Talk today and being a part of our show, and uh, keep up the great work. I appreciate it, Jim and Michelle. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. This is Gun Talk. We're going to take a real short pause for the cause, and we'll be back with you shortly. Get the fastest semi-automatic trigger for your AR rifle with Franklin Armory's BFS Trigger. The binary firing system offers a three-position selector for binary, semi, and safe modes. In binary mode, your AR fires one round on pull and one round on release. Works in any AR. is easy to install. No paperwork needed. 100% U.S. made, patent pending. The BFS Trigger from Franklin Armory. At a dealer near you or at franklinarmory.com. Crimson Trace announces LaserGuard Pro, designed for today's most popular concealed carry firearms. Combining a red or green laser sight with 150 lumen light and featuring instinctive activation, LaserGuard Pro takes personal defense to the next level. Available now for the Smith & Wesson Shield. Visit CrimsonTrace.com to find a dealer near you and to learn more about why Crimson Trace is making laser sights standard equipment. If you carry a gun, you need training. Your concealed carry class was definitely not training. But time, money, and obligations keep you from spending days at a shooting school. The trusted folks at Gun Talk can help. Concealed Carry One, our DVD featuring the Vata Group, covers what gun, what holster, how to carry, where to wear your gun, and much more. Visit ShopGunTalk.com. That's ShopGunTalk.com. Look. This really is life and death. Learn how to stay aware, how to get away, and how to fight if you must. At ShotGunTalk.com, you can get the two-DVD set, including Fighting with the 1911 with Tiger McKee. No matter what gun you carry, this vital training info can save your life. Learn the draw, the stance, reloading, vital gear from Gun Talk. That's ShotGunTalk.com. ShotGunTalk.com. Smith & Wesson Performance Center Firearms combine old-world hand craftsmanship with modern technology. Carry comfortably and confidently with Performance Center pistols and revolvers. Or take aim with their fine-tuned modern sporting rifles. For unique designs and special features, experienced shooters look to the Performance Center for all their firearms needs. Performance Center by Smith & Wesson. Performance when it matters most. For more, go to smith-wesson.com slash pc. And we're back on Gun Talk. Jim Kenzie here with Michelle Cleland. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jim. Well, Tisma had some uh, pretty good insight there on uh, doing a pretty cool thing there. That, that fantasy camp sounds pretty neat. Yeah, everybody should take part in that. Yeah. Okay, well, so we're going to shut the show down and just head there right now. Awesome. We'll, we'll be in line early for next year, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, we've got a great giveaway. Sarah sent me some stuff on that. It, I can't help but mention it. Um, Laserlight is having a training pack uh, grand prize, actually a couple of grand prizes. They've got two grand prizes for their uh, their giveaway. They're giving away a uh, training pistol, which I don't know if you're familiar with or not, but they're very cool for, for practicing at home and safe training method. Uh, they're giving away a laser target and a color guard target. 
And they they got a bunch of other stuff. I'll touch on it a little bit more later, but this this is just packed. They've got two first prizes, two grand prizes, five additional prizes, all kind of stuff we're going to be uh, be telling you about here in a little bit. Uh, we do have Bill in Missouri on the phone. I'm going to just, just take a little quick aside here. Today we wanted to talk about, we have plenty of guests lined up, but we'll also have some time for your calls, and, and I'd like you to think about a three-gun scenario. Now, I'm not talking for competition. I'm just talking about you have to limit your collection to three guns. You get a shotgun, a pistol, and a rifle. So I want callers to call in and let us know what they would choose for that little threesome package. Um, I've got mine in mind. I'll kind of keep that till later. So I'll see what the common choice is, and I'll just go with the crowd. You need peer pressure. Peer you, pressure. you should give into it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you know how well that works. <laughs> but in the meantime, before I cave to peer pressure, I'm going to let uh, Bill have the floor here. Bill, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. Uh, I, uh, I'm i looking at a gentleman's got 80 guns he's wanting to sell me, and one of them is a Colt thirty two twenty handgun, and I, I, I know very little about it. But uh, a lot of these guns are, you know, they're old guns. They're not in real good shape or any of that. But he has four ARs, and he's wanting to sell the whole eighty for five grand. Okay, what? But I don't. What about the Colt? Caught your eye? Well, just the thirty-two twenty. I I didn't know that they they made a handgun in a, in a thirty-two twenty. But it's a pretty neat looking old gun. And I like old guns, and so can you still get ammo for that gun? Well, I have a question for you, Bill. I, just to help with some information here, is it a possibly a, a police positive model? Is it a, a double action or a single action pistol? That I really don't know. Okay. Well, it, I mean, as far as ammunition and what I know on ammo is it can be very expensive to shoot. So uh, it is something that uh, if you're going to reload, I'd say you'd probably be good to go on. But otherwise, you might want to see what the availability is of uh, ammunition before jumping into that one. Yeah, good call. Hey, uh, coming up here, we got a, a break slamming up against us here. But coming up, we've got a guy's doing great things with kids, getting national local coverage. We're talking to John Anoni. And uh, so stuff you want to hear, because this, this guy's doing great stuff with kids and uh, set an example for the rest of us. So hang in there. We'll be right back with Gun Talk. For our Gun Talk newsletter and join the Truth Squad at www.guntalk.com. Now, back to Gun Talk with Washington Times opinion page regular contributor Tom Gresham. Well, 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 that's kind of accurate. We're not back with Tom Gresham, but we are back with Jim Kenzie and Michelle Cleland. And our first segment's under our belt. And you know, I started to talk a little bit about the, uh, the laser light. Uh, grand prizes and prizes we have given away in this. This is just amazing. Usually you have a grand prize and a couple other prizes. Check this out. And you want to go to guntalk.com slash win and get involved in this. And if I wasn't an employee, you I was going to say bet. guntalk. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Exactly. Check this out. You get a TLB laser target and color guard target, which I mentioned before. 
Uh, you also get a, a double barrel quad rail and center mass laser. Two first prizes are going to be able to train at home with their trigger time training revolver and some uh, reaction time targets, which is really cool. Five additional prizes. Check this out. Two winners will receive laser training premium. Two winners will also receive laser ride. I'm sorry, light rider, universal laser. This is what's cool about the laser thing. It's not just, well, we're going to give you a laser. Hope it fits your gun. This, they, they're giving it what you, obviously you have your choice for a Smith & Wesson Shield, Ruger LCP or LC9. Um, you get a, um, they have one for a Glock 26, 27, the 42, the 43, Diamondback, the Taurus TCP Slim, just all kind of stuff. I mean, these, these prizes, and these, these contests, these sweepstakes, so to speak, these contests we have keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and better and you know, in the past, it was, a, here, we'll give you this one item, give it away, and see how it goes. Right. Now it's like, yeah. here's 53 things you guys can have. If because... only there were options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go to guntalk.com slash win and, uh, and check it out. And I think that uh, you'll find something of interest for you there. Something I found very interesting this week, I've heard this gentleman's name before, but I've never had the chance to talk to him. Uh, he has got both local coverage and national coverage as well for what he's doing. I think it's a really cool thing he's doing, but instead of me rambling about it, I'm going to let John Unnoni uh, kind of explain it for himself. Hi, John. How are you? How uh, are you guys? Okay, we're, we're great. Thanks for having you know joining us today and having you participate. This is cool. No, and, and thank you for having me. I, I, I want to do. I want to let you know that I'm on the the tail end. Uh, I'll be flying to, of course, Atlanta uh, this weekend, but we're on the, the, the tail end of a, a very um, long run with our children, and um, yeah, things are looking pretty good. Awesome. I, I understand you were just turkey hunting? You know what? I think we just made history, um, and, and I say that. We had five kids in the, for the Pennsylvania youth season yesterday. We have uh, literally... I know people talk about how much they do for kids or well, what's available for kids, but our youth season is literally six hours long. We had five kids that are not related to us. Five kids that are not related to us kill five long beards in five hours. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm right now I'm kind of feeling like King Kong, like the King Kong of the mentoring world, you know, because it's something where <laughs> um, the, 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 the lodge that hosted us, uh, they've been in business for... 35 years, almost 40 years, and they were like, nobody will ever touch that. Nobody will ever touch that. And, you know, so we're feeling pretty proud of our accomplishments. That's awesome. That's a- Hey, tell us a little bit about your background, John. Sure, sure. Uh, my background, huh, non-traditional family, learned how to shoot at a, at a boys' club camp, fell in love with it, and decided to uh, build a program uh, around uh, building inner-city youth through the gun. You know, we grow our kids through the gun. We use the gun as a tool. And uh, the successes that we've shown from it are, uh, and I say this humbly, uh, are, are pretty unmatched. Now, were you always an outdoor kind of guy as a kid, or did you kind of phase into that? No. You know what? You know what? Uh, and and I, in my first book, uh, it was titled From the Hood to the Woods. Um, <laughs> cool. the, the way that I found, the way that I found uh, Mother Nature, who is, uh, tends to be my mistress, I guess, sometimes <laughs> my mother-in-law, um, you know, is uh, the, the, the house that I had to go to on the weekends. My grandmother raised me, but I would have to visit my biological mother on the weekends in a housing project, and that housing project had some woods behind it. 
there were some problems in the home uh, that I decided to get away from, you know, because it was either let Mother Nature embrace me or um, have a backhand embrace me, and I mm. chose Mother Nature. And it was something where I, when I was out chasing critters, it took me away from all that pain. Piece of the and, mm-hmm. You know, and, and with that, um, I just figured that um, as I grew, I wanted to give something back to kids. After teaching 28 years, I started the program in 94. I wanted to give something back to kids that helped me heal. And that was shooting and that was hunting. What is the criteria for people or for the kids to qualify for your camp, John? What's the process? <laughs> you, you know what? The best way to put it in, in to people, what people understand is uh, the, oppor- the opportunity to, um, if, if you look at a bunch of puppies, some dogs, you know, some dogs point, some dogs don't point, and, and the, the, what it is is you just want to get better. You know, we take kids in sixth grade um, that are not necessarily A students, uh, not necessarily F students that are in the system already. We take that middle-of-the-road kid who needs a little extra love and could become a great racehorse. You know, so, so the, the biggest condition is, hey, you want to be part of our family. You know, and, and, and there are so many kids that want to be part of our gun culture um, that aren't being loved the right way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're trying to convince people to, uh, to, to show that, that they are, and this is going to sound crazy, they are as important, those children are as important as our guns. And once you start to show that love for those kids, they start to understand that that gun is a tool and that we as people do love them and want to see the best for them. So you're really changing the attitude of the kids, which is what we all try to do in our daily lives, but you're doing that on the ground. Yeah, and you know what? It was just made clear to me yesterday uh, after a Facebook post that we're not only reaching kids, but we're reaching their parents who who, who may have the the complete opposite uh, opinion of who we are. And uh, that ripple effect... Uh, one of my one of my mentors said to me yesterday. He said, "We're not throwing rocks anymore. We're throwing boulders." There you go. You know. So now so, you you started you know, this back. You started this back in 1994, John. It's called Camp Compass Academy. And Correct. for anybody Correct. wants to check it out, they can go to campcompass.org and kind of see what we're talking about here. Um, Correct. How how's it evolved since '94 to now? You know what it has, um, and, and this is the, the the interesting thing. Because I'm a school teacher, because my job is to grow people, to change people. Um, I don't follow a traditional business model that that most of America follows, because you know they're in the the niche to to grow their dividends. I'm in the business of growing children, and um, we we've always kept it fairly tight. You know, the successes have come from the kids who have. Quote, we'll say, quote-unquote, made it, that come back and say, hey, without this, I would be a different human being. You know, so, so I don't think, I don't really don't think that our passion and our mission has changed. I think it's evolved to include our successes to the children who are now older. And do you get, and, and, go ahead, please. Do you get those children coming back offering to help down the road? You, you know what, it, it's, they don't necessarily, the, the word help is, is, can be, can be judged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you, I do get, I do get kids that come back and say, Hey, I shoot now. We just had a, a one of our first little girls, uh, become a deputy sheriff down in Florida. Um, you know, and, and for a kid from the city that was supposed to be delivering pizzas for the rest of her life. Yeah. That's a pretty big win. You yeah. know, so, so we get a bunch of kids, actually, uh, one of our other girls that we, we started in the program just received uh, a check on our behalf, 
uh, from the NRA Foundation. Um, you know, so so it's a, it's a pretty neat win when a non-relative steps up to say, you know what, our family here is pretty strong for the belief system they have. No doubt. John, I've got more questions for you. I normally would have let you go, but is there any chance you can hang with us a bit? Yeah, yeah, come on. No worries. Awesome. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take just a real short pause and be back with John Anoni from Camp Compass Academy. We'll be right back with you on Gun Talk. Your guns are hungry. They crave lead, feast on recoil, and are ravenous for performance. On the menu, Aguila Ammunition's complete line of rimfire, centerfire, and shot shells. Each and every round of Aguila Ammunition is made with the highest quality of materials and crafted to ensure optimal reliability, accuracy, and proficiency. Visit AguilaAmmo.com and let the feeding frenzy begin. Aguila Ammunition. Feed your firearm. The battlefield, where tyranny is laid to rest, where freedom comes of age, and where legends are conceived. Introducing the FN 509 handgun, a direct result of over 1 million rounds of testing. Descended from over 125 years of the world's most battle proven firearms on battlefields both foreign and domestic. The FN 509, a legend in the making. Learn more at FNAmerica.com. Used guns can be a great value, but you have to know who you're buying from. What if you could buy quality used guns with a lifetime warranty from the Internet's largest online reseller? That's what you get at Dewey'sGuns.com. They stand behind every firearm purchase for life. If you have a problem, they'll either fix or replace your gun. Pistols, rifles, shotguns, and more. Check out their inventory today at Dewey'sGuns.com. You got your carry permit, and that's good. But you know you could use more training. Get the DVDs, which have what you need. Springfield Armory presents Concealed Carry 1 and Concealed Carry 2 with Bata Group. Learn specific concealed carry skills from Top Gun fighting trainers. Get trained. Be prepared. This really is life and death. ShopGunTalk.com That's ShopGunTalk.com. It's really pretty simple. Your carry gun is a life-saving device. It must be with you. That's what the Springfield Armory XDS is all about. Small enough to carry, big enough to shoot comfortably, shockingly slim, single stack, with a 3.3-inch or 4-inch barrel, available in 9, 40, or 45. Highly accurate, great trigger, fiber optic front sight for fast aimed fire. The XDS at Springfield-Armory.com. That's Springfield-Armory.com. And we're back on Gun Talk. This is Jim Kenzie along with Michelle Cleland. And our guest at the moment is the CEO of Camp Compass Academy, John Anoni. Hey, John, we're... Whoa, we lost John. We're going to have to try to get John back. Some For some reason, John decided to go away. So we're going to have Tom call him back up. We uh, let, Let's cut over to the phones for a bit. We got Barry in Anchorage has a question about reciprocity. Go ahead, Barry. Well, I was 
looking at a uh, map yet, uh, yesterday and trying to and working the magic on the computer, figuring which concealed carry permit I needed to carry to go everywhere I was planning on going and stopping. Because being in Alaska, we've got, uh, I think, 38 states with reciprocity. But uh, I'm from Washington. Used to have Washington concealed carry there. But uh, I currently have also got a Utah. And Washington doesn't recognize Alaska's card, but it recognizes Utah's. And then you get down to Nevada. Um, Alaska's recognized, but uh, Utah wasn't, or Washington wasn't. And it just, um, you know, very hodgepodge. Um, uh, it's a very hodgepodge system trying to figure out um, where you can legally carry with your state license. I mean, after all, I can drive all the, in all those states with my Alaska license, but I can't carry. Right. right. And basically, you just don't want your wallet to keep getting thicker with more and more permits, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know that the uh, the national reciprocity bill is uh, is still you know rolling steamrolling straight ahead. Uh, I don't have any you know insider uh, inside baseball news for you on it uh, as of this week. However, I know that uh, I think it's uh, Alabama just became the eleventh state to uh, have constitutional carry. So I think as as more states uh, get into the constitutional carry thing, I think you're going to find that the reciprocity thing has a, a, a smoother trail in uh, just by the sake of less resistance. I mean, you got more states jumping on board. Right. And I know Tom always recommends going to the website handgunlaw.us to get the most current information available state to state. And maybe one of the other options, even though it might not be what you want to do, would be to potentially carry open carry. Right. I appreciate that call too, Barry. That's uh, I, th- I think we're making progress. Let's get back to John Anoni. Uh, John, we lost you somehow, and I'm not sure how, but glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we got about a minute and a half. Michelle had a couple follow up questions for you, and uh, go ahead, sure. Michelle. Yeah, I, I did, John. First of all, hats off to you for helping shape the uh, the future of our industry. But one of my questions to you is this: for the children that are involved, is this a single experience? Do you follow them and give them continual hunting experiences for for maybe deer season, et cetera? You know what? You are you are a queen. If I could kiss you through the phone, I would. Um, and, and, and here is the reason I say that. I wrote a book called Beyond One Day um, because we are staunch believers. Because once again, you got to remember, I'm in, I've been in education for 28 years. Uh, we are staunch believers in growing our children. The model of one-day events does not work to hold our culture. and 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 it's something where... Um, in, in regards to providing, uh, I just had a young man kill a turkey with us yesterday who has gone out for three youth turkey seasons. Mm-hmm. And, and so we are big believers in repetitiveness. We are big believers in holding on to people. We're big believers in building bridges that people can cross back into. John Anoni from Camp, Camp Compass Academy. John, you're doing great work. Keep it up like to see uh, more people get involved, check out campcompass.org. And uh, maybe there's something you can do to help out or uh, give them a buzz. Check it out. It's very cool. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Gun Talk.
are indeed back. It's, it's kind of funny. We talk about guns and we're on the radio. And what do we do on break, Michelle? Talk about guns. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> a change up for you. Let's, uh, we're going to head out to Idaho now. We've got Greg in Greenleaf, Idaho. Uh, he's got a question about training or a, at least a comment about training. What's happening, Greg? I've got a comment and a question, uh, Jim. Uh, first thing, you know, just wanted to give a plug out to Ford Movement Training Center in Meridian, Idaho. Uh, been there for almost two years. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah. Heard Jim? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, they, uh, it's all it was ran by all former law enforcement, former and current law enforcement and military. Uh, they, they, simu- they have a nice simulator. They do UTM, which is kind of like the simulations. Uh, and then, you know, the, the facility has, you know, a cold jacking set up. It, it's a lot like what you see on uh, uh, first-person defender. They have a bank set up, houses, uh, you name it. It's pretty good. And uh, I, it, they methodically bring you through. I've gotten to the point where I'm on uh, a lot of force-on-force, and, boy, that'll uh, humble you. No doubt. I, no doubt. I've also went to just a, years ago, went to a training place, like to give a plug out to them, RK Gunsmith, I think it was very, it was the closest thing to training for a first day thing you can get. But if there's a flip side to this coin of giving kudos to people, and I won't say the name if I knew the name, I uh, had a trainer, I didn't take his course, he explained his course to me, and uh, one of the things that he said he has his students do is shoot without eye protection and and ear protection, oh. because you don't you don't get those in the field, Jim. For crying out loud, and uh, yeah, very tough. And you know, you, Tom's lately been talking about uh, guys that are practicing or taking up law enforcement as a hobby. He carried cuffs, and I asked him about it. it was like, oh, you know, the convenience store, you know, they, they takes down or somebody's uh, uh, shoplifting. So some guy running out with CDs and a in a big gulp or whatever, you can chase them down, and so you don't have to point your gun at them the whole time. You can just cuff them and wait till the cops get there. Uh, I uh, I veered away from you know ever asking about the class. Like I said, I don't even remember the, the trainer. When I say trainer, there's air quotes there. Is when yeah, no doubt. I am certain this guy in the advanced class probably shoots bullets by you, and you can tell that. And I'm certain he would encourage you to go into the bad part of town in the, in the uh, middle of the night because, after all, Jim, why take all this training and not use it? But, yeah. So <laughs> my, my question for, for the listeners today, that, that's probably some of the craziest stuff I've heard out of a trainer. I, I'm curious, what is some of the craziest stuff other people have heard? Uh, and enjoy the show, and going to be uh, going to love to hear what people have to say. So, thanks for taking the wheel while Tom's gone. I appreciate it. Uh, Jim, Michelle's hoping to hear your voice when the uh, screener came on, but I guess I'll hear it here. <laughs> no, thanks, Jim. Oh, sorry, I'm had to be replaced. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I'd say uh, find a new instructor right away because uh, yeah. first of all, you're not, you're not going to hear a shot if you had to, if you had to save your life with with a firearm. You, Shots are the last thing you have to worry about. Exactly. Adrenaline overruns the body at that point in time. But if you're out there shooting round after round after round, you all know that the one time you forget to put something in, how that ringing goes on and on in the ears forever, that is ridiculous. So I guess when I'm looking at classes, I want to look at content. What's being covered? And what does my instructor really know about what he's yeah, what's teaching? His, what's, what's his, his background? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where does he come from? What walk has he walked? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I definitely. What if I would find somebody else? That's. I mean, I laugh, and it's not a laughing matter. But holy cow, there's there's some characters out there that you know. 
aren't necessarily qualified, but they'll tell you they are. Right. And just because you think you can teach doesn't mean you should be. Right. No doubt. <laughs> hey, speaking up of cool things that we've got uh, Mark Johnson coming up from the Civilian Marksmanship Program. We've got 86,000 rifles coming back to the U.S. Woohoo! Oh. So we're uh, going to talk to him a little bit to find out how they plan to put those to use. And we'll be taking your calls. Give us a buzz at Tom Talk Gun, and uh, we'll kind of throw out anything. Again, the question is: uh, You have three guns, a pistol, rifle, and shotgun. What would you choose? Uh, let me hear you. Give us a buzz and let us know what you're thinking. 